Nordics, the whalers, the seals, the Americans, the North Stars. Who's gonna stall? Who will go far and earn the keg? Who's gonna earn the keg? We'll find out in time. Give us a holler on the whoop line. Here we go. Power rankings, December 21st. First game of the third and final rotation. Checking in at number one, the Nordiques. Uh, Pangrazi, and uh, I think I referenced it in the, I don't know if it was last week's power rankings or the Monday's musings or something, but Pangrazi has developed this uh, wonderful way of getting a chip on his shoulder. Uh, finding offense that the Nordiques were number two last week, and I put the Seals at number one. I think for someone as smart as Pangrazi, figured he'd see the sarcasm in that, putting the Seals at number one, but I just figured it was a good chance. But all that being said, he does have a legit chip on his shoulder in the sense that he got snubbed for the All-Star game. So he took it out on the lowly North Stars, just an easy no-sweat uh, shutout, and uh, they took care of business. Big news of the night, um, Dave P. showed up and played well. I have to give credit where credit is due. Been harsh on vape, but I believe he had two assists in the game, both to Slick Rick. So um, getting the puck on his stick is never, you know, a bad idea. The, the first goal of the game was truly a, a heartbreaker. It's like Dave P. has the puck on the wall. We're talking Olympic ice, a 1,000 feet from the net. Dave probably can't even you know shoot it hard enough to get it to the net let alone score a goal but we had a little miscommunication two of our defenders go after vape a harmless no threat vape on the wall leaving you know slick rick unattended in the slot and uh rick didn't have a ton of chances this game but his his uh finishing percentage is very high so it's like we couldn't get lucky and have him miss the net or something like that so he just buried it one nothing um thought the north stars played well for long stretches um but can't score age-old tail and then after a rush for the north stars then vape uh, hits rick on a counter punch rick goes in um on a breakaway and finishes and that was kind of night night jim kite so Nordiques continue with their success. They are second place, chasing, trying to chase down the Whalers for first, but at a minimum looking in very good shape to hold on to that first round bye. Can't let their feet off the gas because you know the Maroons will be coming hard after them, but they stand in very good shape. They've certainly clinched a playoff berth, if not mathematically yet, but they'll be in the playoffs. So Nordiques, number one. Cheers to Pengrazi. Checking in at number two on the list are the first place Whalers. Um, Whalers had a they've they've been human lately. They've they've kind of play, lost a game and then had some competitive games, but they came out uh, and really just kind of unleashed on the seals. A little bit of that was good play by the Whalers. Some of it was you know bad play, bad luck by the seals. Um, <clears throat> I've had Officer Riley on my team for multiple years. Um, Riley is a wonderful goalie in that he accepts responsibility when he doesn't play well, he doesn't sugarcoat it, you know, doesn't make excuses or blah, blah, blah. So I, I think Officer Riley would be the first to admit, you know, that he had 
a rough night. So the first goal of the game was a little goofy, like this little flurry in front of the net, and, you know, he, he saves it, goes off his pad, but it's pinned to pinned on his pad but somehow like gets it didn't get to the back of the net you know but it crossed over the line and you know it was in so I think that kind of set the tone it was going to be a bad night then Alan Z he has a shot from the point that kind of gets through him then Larravee uh, scored that first goal then Larravee sort of scored his second goal on a breakaway he tried to deke Riley um, unintentionally intentionally you know it looked like the Kucherov but it was unintentional but it was, turned out to be a fabulous move um kind of got through five hole um it's it is interesting as larry pointed out when he did actually not lose the puck later in the game and he had a breakaway um riley shut him down but anyways the whalers definitely were buzzing and congrats to larry for his entrance into the hattrick lounge i'm extremely jealous um i've been trying for many years to get in that exclusive lounge and i can't and larry just waltzes in in year one so extreme uh, happy for him on one hand extremely jealous on the other big cat maki has been um entrenched in a scoring slump after racing out to a hot start his the bet looked like a sure win then he's really been struggling to give us some life um but he got one so he is one goal away from making Drake a winner on his bet. So we'll see what happens there. But, uh, you know, high-scoring affair, but the Whalers, just too much offense to handle. And they are number two this week. Checking in at number three, I have the Maroons. They were on a bye week. Um, ben Reft, which was great. Um Piercy subbed, which is great, Didn't, and Sugar also subbed. Other than that, um, pretty poor representation. Um, Crusoe might have subbed too, but um, not great representation as far as helping out with the the clocks. Um, I'm not trying to pick on the Maroons, but this is a bye week, so this is a good time for this announcement. Um, the whole purpose of the bye week, um, when we had this uneven number, and we've had a chance to expand to eight, but the concept of you know, having a bye week, we've I've kind of embraced, but it's to have extra bodies available to sub, but also extra bodies to help, you know, run the league. So we need scorekeepers, um, clock operators. And if you're on a bye, you know, again, don't tell your wife, don't tell your girlfriend, there are no bye weeks, right? If you've told your girlfriend or wife, that's a bad decision, right? You should never say that because you're the odds are you're going to be a chance to sub. You can ref, you can do something. So, um, and then you know you can always say like, oh, got canceled this week, but they should never know that there's a bye week, right? And then we definitely need to contribute. If you're playing in that ten o'clock game, um, whether you're on a bye week or not, you know, if you're on a bye week or in the ten o'clock game, you, we need some people there to help run the clock. Uh, Hedis has been injured. He's been doing it basically all by himself. Um, me and Panny, when we play at 10 o'clock, we're always there early. I was refing this week. Panny was subbing, but it takes, you know, it takes some, takes some help to run this league. So step up and volunteer. If you have a 10 o'clock game, get there at nine o'clock, watch one of the games, help out on the clock and have a good time. Okay. But Maroons by week number three. Checking in at number four, we have the Americans. Um, I was roughing on the other sheet, so I did not get to watch this game. Sounds like a crazy night for the Americans. Ruble came in, not going to lie. He looked like he had that little uh, uh, 
looked like he had some smoking some weed and then what do you know he forgot his pants at home reliable piercy shows up with his uh postal service bag um but he doesn't have his skates uh gumma was a, a late bail so uh crusoe was running late so um disjointed start to the americans but the benefit of that is you know proctor showed up so that's good so it sounds like the americans raced out to a three nothing or even a four nothing lead um playing with a short bench um and then it sounds like kind of held on for dear life looks like the tigers had a nice push um but we'll talk about more than more talk about them later but it's a back-to-back wins for the americans after a little lull they've kind of you know seem to have righted the ship and they check in at number four, um, distancing themselves from the seals in the basement, and they're looking pretty good for a playoff spot. And this is not a team you want to play in the playoffs. You, they have Proctor, they have Johnny G. Like that's a combo that you know, similar to the Deeks. The Deeks have Pengrazi and Slick Rick. I mean, just just that um, combo of having a potent sniper and a great goalie. Certainly don't want to see this team in a one and done situation. So. Americans checking in at number four. Checking in at number five, we have the Tigers. The Tigers were certainly the most impressive of the losing teams this week. Um, sounds like they dug themselves a huge hole. Um, down 3 nothing, perhaps 4 nothing. I don't even know if that's accurate or not. But part of it was the Americans not having bodies and Proctor getting to play. But it sounds like the Tigers, you know, could have, you know, in uh you have a five-on-four power play, and then the other team commits a, a penalty. You, you know, you give them the puck to get the stoppage and as much time as you want on the five-on-three. Sounds like the Tigers did the opposite of that. They Maybe they thought that they were keeping them tired. I'm not sure. But anyways, they got off to a slow start. Um, so they came roaring back. The final score was, I believe, seven to six or six to five. But there were the the Tigers had the goalie pull, the face off in the t- Americans' end, and a chance to tie up the game with everybody watching. So, definitely a nice rally. Um, it sounds like Peso scored a goal, and it sounds like Pellet scored two. I don't think Pellet scored one this year for the North Star. So, definitely happy for them. But like Jesus Christ, you know, if we would have gotten this type of production. Maybe we would be in a different situation. But um, nevertheless, um, happy for my former North Stars. And the Amer- the Tigers had, you know, sounds like something to build on, some momentum heading into next matchup after the break with the Americans and kind of a, you know, big matchup. The loser of the um, the Tigers, North Stars, is in a, kind of a dogfight for that final playoff spot the winner might have a little bit of breathing room depending on what the seals do but um i think overall skillman is probably going to be happy with the performance even though they lost checking in at number six we have the north stars um really you can make a case to put the seals here at number six i'm not sure what i did on the instant power rankings um seals definitely scored more um probably played better but there were moments of the north stars game where um i was happy with the flow you know i put the tigers together for some fun simonelli i think enjoyed the opportunity to play forward him trent and vanandi did some good things um had multiple chances but you know just couldn't get one past pangrazi but there were stretches where the north stars clearly were better team better chances possess the puck but we just you know you got to finish in this league so you can have all the possession that you want if you don't score doesn't matter and then when the Nordiques got their chance with Slick Rick 
you know, he didn't fuck around. He finished. And that's how you lose hockey games. So um, we had Kayla and Nett. I told him that, you know, it was pretty much his fault. You kind of expect when you score zero goals that your goalie will at least get you into overtime and to shoot out to give you a chance. But Kayla definitely let us down by not holding them to a shutout. But what can you do? So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's des- getting close to desperation time for the North Stars. They have the Tigers next week. Huge matchup. Um, if we win, um, gives us some room against the Seals, depending on what they do, but then also kind of keeps the Tigers within uh, reaching distance. If we lose, the Tigers and the Americans have stretched themselves out, and then the North Stars are literally just fighting for that final spot with the uh, the Seals. So we shall see. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. I thought the flow of the game was good, but need to put the fucking puck in the net. No other way to put it. And going from first to worst, we have the Seals. Um, this They were really never in this game. Uh, Larravee scored on that first shift of the game to make it one nothing. Allen Z scored 2 nothing. Larravee again 3. I mean, it was it was 3 or 4 nothing right off the bat. Um, they did have their moments. Um, Sugar came in, was a good sub for him. He ripped one past Ryan Z. Um, bright spot for the Seals. Um, as I think Dylan pointed out and I agreed with, uh, Ciperoni has just really developed into a nice offensive player. He's kind of, you know, slicing and dicing, taking it to the rack. He scored, I think, two goals, but he just, he's very confident with the puck and playing very well offensively. Um, I will say, you know, one kind of negative, he did, uh, he did have some costly turnovers in his own end, trying to make a breakout pass right up the middle and right on someone's tape, you know. So it's not you got to have a got to have a little objective criticism here and there. But uh, Sips very good game. Um, I thought Lee Hughes played a good game. He was pre- pretty aggressive. Um, so Seals are definitely, despite the loss and the ugly number, um, they were competitive. You know, it's like they just some pucks got in on Riley and the game kind of got away from them, but. I think overall they've found their chemistry. They found their lines. So Shawnee comes back. They're not going to go down without a fight. Everybody knows that. So not exactly sure who they have next week, but um, it's getting close. But they didn't lose any ground on the North Stars, so we shall see. 